On today's episode of Locked On A's, Libby Schaff is confident about the Tuesday vote, and we have a participant in the World Series, so we're gonna talk about him. We're not gonna be happy about it, but we're gonna talk about him, so let's get into it. You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 372 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, we're talking about Mayor Libby Schaff's comments about Tuesday's vote, what that means if the vote goes through, and also the Houston Astros are in the World Series. So we're going to talk about them for a minute uh, not in great terms, but we're going to talk about them. So that's what we got coming up for you guys on today's episode. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me this weekend to get in on the action. You don't you don't want to be anywhere else. You want to be on Green Room chatting with me about baseball, my friends. Also, uh, make sure to follow the podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube now. Follow our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That, that's the right term. You follow us on all the other pl- podcast platforms. You subscribe on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, make sure to, one, subscribe, uh, like, comment, do all of those things. The comments are down there. Just click comment and type some words and then we'll have a conversation. It'll be great. Uh, also, if you like having conversations, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnA's. I'm also on Twitter at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. And if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Also, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms. But let's get into today's episode. And that is on Friday. uh, As I'm recording this, it is Friday. So as you're listening to this, it's Saturday. But on Friday, Casey Pratt of ABC and one of the best sources for A's ballpark information spoke with Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff about the Alameda County vote that's happening on Tuesday. I talked about uh, this vote and what it entails a little bit more in detail earlier in the week. So if you missed it, uh, go check on like two episodes ago. Check on those on YouTube or in your podcast feed. But basically uh, what it was about is... It, the, the vote is going to determine if the county of Alameda is going to sign on to the ballpark project and help with some of the financing that's associated with getting the ballpark built and some of the stuff around it and, you know, uh, improving the community. That's that's what this vote would be about. It'd be a non-binding vote, but it would be a stamp to say, yes, we are on board. Let's move forward together. If they vote no, then that's not great either. That's basically the end of uh, Ace Baseball in Oakland, but... We, we do have some good news. I, I only threw that in there as a caveat because there was some good news, and that is that Mayor, uh, Mayor Libby Schaff, in her chat with Casey Pratt, that rhyme did not mean it to, uh, she said that she feels confident that there will be a vote on Tuesday and that that vote will be yes. And yes is in all caps. So that's got to be 
that's got to feel good. Hopefully she's not playing politics with my heart because I would <laughs> I like that. But the reason that she included the words that, uh, you know, she's confident there will be a vote is because uh, there is no guarantee that there's actually going to be a vote because there's no actual agenda for this meeting, as I mentioned in, uh, I think it was Tuesday's podcast. Um, so we don't know necessarily what they're going to talk about or what they're going to do with the ballpark situation um, in, in this meeting. But the speculation has been there for weeks that they would be discussing the ballpark and that they would conduct a non-binding vote on the project during their October 26th meeting. So that is on Tuesday. That's the meeting that you want to pay attention to uh, as closely as you can. It doesn't look like it's going to be streaming or, you know, they're going to have audio of it, but follow the reports Check your Twitter feeds on Tuesday. I'll be sure to retweet them all for you. So follow us at Lockdown A's and you'll get the information you need. And I'll also definitely be doing an episode about what happened and some of the takeaways for Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, one of those two. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the schedule goes. But Mayor Schaff also said in this uh, interview she did with Casey Pratt, uh, quotes, I commend the county for the due diligence that they have performed over the last several weeks to really dig into the numbers and economic benefits for them and their mission, particularly to deliver on public health, end quote. You know, just more things give you a little bit more of what she was thinking when she was saying, yes, I think that there's going to be a vote. And yes, I think they're going to vote yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Really, she said yes. That's all that I took from this is she said yes. I do believe there's going to be a vote, and I do think they're going to vote yes. That means very good things could be coming to Oakland. And by good things, I mean a ballpark, a brand new ballpark. That's what I'm talking about. Got me excited. And this is all great to hear. These are all great things that you want to hear from the mayor uh, if you're rooting for an A's ballpark in Oakland. And Tuesday should be another stepping stone moment working towards getting that ballpark built. From here, according to Casey Pratt, again, great source. Follow him on Twitter as well. I assume it's just Casey Pratt, just at Casey Pratt. Uh, but according to Casey Pratt, assuming that the county votes yes, which they're kind of expected to at this point, uh, they can reach a final financial plan, uh, which is the next step there. And the EIR or the environmental and impact report, EIR is just how you're always going to see it. It's the environmental thing. It, how is it? How is a ballpark and what they plan on developing going to in, impact the environment? Environmental impact report. That's, that's what it is. I don't know why I had to spell it out so clearly, but I did. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, that is expected to be released uh, before the end of the year. So there's only a couple of months left. It should be ready in the next couple of months. And then from there, you got the development agreement would come shortly after the EIR. And then all of these are needed before a binding vote can be had. But you're just starting to tick off some boxes and all of a sudden you got a ballpark. Right? That's that's how this works, right? I, I, I'm hoping that's how this works. Uh, mumbo jumbo, all this jargon, so over my head. But Casey Pratt does a good job of kind of breaking it down. So uh, thank you to Casey Pratt. And also thank you for listening to me talk about what I think I know about the A's ballpark. So that's what we are looking at in the near future for the A's ballpark project. Uh, first, we have Tuesday's vote. If that's if that's a yes, then we move on to the EIR. And then from there, it's the development agreement. Those are the next three steps to getting a ballpark built. Are you excited? I'm excited. 
I think. I, I'm cautiously optimistic right now. I've been cautiously optimistic for uh, basically the entirety of 2021. So hopefully this thing starts uh, picking up some steam here. But coming up on the show, what a new ballpark would mean for A's fans. So stay locked in. We're locked on A's and I will be right back. Slow is just right if you're on vacation, a sloth, or describing QuickBooks. More like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers that you need. Now is the time to switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because NetSuite gives you visible visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And right now, special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing package available only to those who switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash net, uh, locked on, netsuite.com slash locked on. Today's episode is also brought to you by the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy. And that is Built Bar, my friends. Built Bars are delicious. They're my best friends. I... I didn't know that I could be best friends with a with a protein bar, but I am. They send me delicious treats all the time. They sent me these ones, blueberry muffin. Uh, I had one. It's tasty. It it is so soft and chewy. It's not. You know, it doesn't give you that that gross protein bar feel. These taste like candy bars. They they're good for you. They are nice nice treats to have just in your pocket. You're like, hey, I want something for lunch. Built bar. Hey, I want something because uh, you know. I forgot to have a little snack. Built Bar. Hey, I didn't eat all day. Built Bar. You get like a bunch of them. I, I got a bunch. H have all of the Built Bars. It's not that hard. <laughs> the blueberry one is absolutely fantastic though. And if you don't want blueberry and you want to just have like a little sampler pack, you can go get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of their nine core flavors like coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And the way you get all those is going to built.com and using promo code LOCKED15. You will get 15% off of your order when you use that promo code locked on. So use promo code locked on and get 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe on our new YouTube channel, wherever you like to hear podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On Ace on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. If you guys send me some questions, I will do a Monday mailbag every week if you guys want me to. Send in your questions. Let, let me know what they are. LockedOnAs, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Also, thank you guys one more time uh, for making LockedOnAs your first listen of the day. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, but... Let's get back into this. And I don't want to speak for every A's fan, uh, uh, what this means, what a ballpark would mean for every A's fan. But I will say that if a ballpark deal does go through, I think that we'd be over the moon excited. I think that everybody 
would feel just a sense of relief if if this actually happened because as i said uh to, on the for the youtube audience this has been hanging over our heads for nearly two decades we're tired what yeah it, they might leave they might not i don't know but if shovels went in the ground in oakland we'd feel so good it'd be such a nice release so hopefully We'll see. Uh, and obviously, a new ballpark would be more expensive, but it feels like a lot of those making fun of the A's tropes would also dissipate, if not completely go away. Uh, their ballpark would not be the be the worst in baseball. Uh, at worst, it would probably be middle of the pack. It may be better than Fenway, because Fenway, some people are it's like, it's top five. Some people are like, yeah, it's old and the bathroom sucks, so maybe it's better than Fenway in some people's eyes. That'd be, that'd be a step. Uh, if it was 10th. Complete. I, I don't care. It's not last. I don't care anymore. That'd be great. I am fine with an average ballpark uh, with good plumbing and, you know, <laughs> seats that face home plate. That's all that I want is seats that face home plate. That's all that I'm hoping for. I went to Arizona once. Uh, I, I've been to Arizona a few times. I went to their ballpark at Chase Field, one of the ballpark tour, and uh, I was blown away that all of their seats faced home plate. That was amazing to me. <laughs> That's a feature that any A's ballpark needs to have because I'm tired of craning my neck. <laughs> That's why I sit behind home plate. I don't sit behind home plate. That's why I would like to sit behind home plate when I go to a baseball game. Can't afford that. Anyways, uh, the plumbing would presumably work in this new ballpark. That would be great. And ownership may actually spend money on the roster too. So all of the A's tropes that uh, they're made fun of all for all the time. You got the plumbing. You got... Uh, it being a terrible place to play baseball and watch baseball and all that stuff, and that the A's ownership doesn't spend money, all of those things could be out the window, and being an A's fan could be a lot easier. Uh, does that mean that getting a ballpark makes the A's a uh, a perennial contender? No, not necessarily. There, there would be hope, but there's no guarantee. Uh, the Angels got Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and Anthony Rendon and zero pitchers. So it's not like having good players or great pl Hall of Fame players. I guess two of them might be in the Hall of Fame. Show is making a good case. I don't know about Rendon. Probably not. Uh, Mike Trout's already in. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a perennial contender, but it, it does mean that maybe they'll sell out a few more games a season, and that would be fun. Um, the biggest thing for me would have to be solidifying the A's as Oakland's team. That is the biggest thing for a ballpark getting built is this is now Oakland's team. We've seen the Warriors move across the bay. We've seen the Raiders move a few times, but they're currently in Las Vegas. The A's would be Oakland's team and they would have chosen Oakland and they they'd be here for the next let's say 30 years. We don't know how long the they can't move for, but let's say 30 years. That's probably the rest of my life. No, I'll have a few more years than that, but it's a long time, and that that would mean a lot to me, I think. Just having those those roots planted. Part, pardon their uh, their marketing plan working on me in the moment, but yes, they would have those, they would be rooted in Oakland, and I would thoroughly appreciate that. And because I grew up going to the Coliseum with my dad, my grandpa, uh, my wife, uh, for the past nine years? How, how long have we been together? <laughs> Eight years. There we go. Uh, I, I've gone with work friends, college friends, by myself. Uh, there have been so many memories made for me in my life at the Oakland Coliseum, and I'll always have those memories. But 
What I would love most about a new ballpark in Oakland is the opportunity to create those new memories with my son. He's coming in a couple of months. Can't wait to meet him. And I can't wait to bring him to some baseball games. It wouldn't be the same place that I grew up going to with, you know, the generational stuff or with my friends and just recreating those, those moments. But I could create new moments and I'm com completely okay with that. Um, because my son and I would still be allowed to go see the same team that I grew up rooting for in the same city. And that's arguably the biggest part of a baseball experience for a lot of us is just having that, that, that experience of rooting for the same team with similar, if not the same people that you grew up going to games with. And I think that that's what I want is just them to be here so we can go do that and I can share my my love of A's baseball with him on a, not daily basis, but you know, a somewhat regular basis where if they had, if they do move or if they had moved, then I, I wouldn't be able to do that. If they're in Vegas, I'm not taking them to Vegas when he's five to go watch a baseball game. No, <laughs> we're going to wait until he's 18. <laughs> but having the A's in Oakland would mean that, that they, they get to... We get to go watch them together a few times a season. That'd be great. And I would thoroughly appreciate that. And Oakland's always going to have a different vibe regardless of where the ballpark is. And that is kind of the experience that I'm talking about when I'm talking about going to an A's game specifically. Whereas if you if you put them in Vegas, is it going to be the same thing? No. If, you, if they move up to Portland, is it going to be the same thing? No. Every city has its own thing. Oakland has its own vibe. And I like going to the Coliseum and A's games in particular because of that vibe. And after nearly two decades of looking for a new Bay Area ballpark and even longer with the the A's threatening to, loo to leave Oakland entirely, uh, basically since the moment they got to Oakland, uh, officially planting those roots in Oakland after all of the stress, the worrying, the questions from your friends about the A's ballpark situation, it would all be over and it would all have turned out all right. And to get that ballpark in Oakland would be the biggest win, the biggest win that any team could have this offseason. And uh, the second biggest win that a team could have this time of year is winning the World Series. And the Astros just punched their ticket. So let's talk about it coming up on Locked on A's. So stay locked in. Locked on A's. And I will be right back. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to the new web <laughs> updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That is code locked on. That is one word combined. It's all caps in front of me. So use code locked on and you will be getting 50%, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you go to bet online. And you can go from basketball bets, football bets, baseball's postseason bets there are world series bets to be made if you want to root against a certain team there you also got the nhl boxing ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your favorite sports and that's because bet online is where the game starts 
Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts, including on our new YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's talk about the, the ALCS, which is now over, and some thoughts that I had uh, while watching Game 3 of the ALCS. And specifically, when the Red Sox went up 9-0 after three innings, I was very high on my horse. Uh, and I also remember thinking, it's too bad that this game only counts as one game. Why can't this be two wins? Because they're absolutely pummeling the Houston Astros right now. And uh, not to say that I'm Nostradamus, but oh man, did it not go well for the Boston Red Sox after that game. Turns out that that would be the last game that the Red Sox won in the series, and it was also the last time that their offense even picked up a bat. In games four through six combined, the Sox scored three total runs. I'm not saying that the 2020 A's were like the best team ever, but they they scored a lot. They got blown out in a few games against the Astros, but they scored a lot more runs against this team. Why can't better offensive players do that too? I'm confused. It's weird. Maybe it was just that they played in Dodger Stadium. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But what is weird to me is that people really like to sleep on the Houston Astros in the postseason for some reason. Uh, and I'm, I'm mostly talking about the national media people. They're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They'll, they'll talk about him like, oh, you're not, like, in watching uh, Game 6, they're like, Jordan Alvarez is one of the best hitters in baseball. I'm like, yeah, well, why do you, why do you guys never pick them to win the World Series or, like, do well? Or do... I don't like the Astros, but I know that they're a good team. Like, I, I know that up here, d down here in the heart, no. No, I can make arguments against them all day, but up here, I know better. Um, and I, I I, don't know how you can keep picking against this team because it's one of those, uh, you know, like the Tom Brady principle. You, you basically pick Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl, and then if he, once they're eliminated, then you start figuring out who the other teams you could, you know, could win the Super Bowl would be. And the Astros just played in their fifth straight ALCS and they're making their third World Series appearance in five years. Yeah, they do good in October, you guys. It's not really a secret right now. Uh, sure, one of those times they cheated, but the other four, presumably, they didn't. Presumably. Doesn't mean that we'd like them. It just means that they, they know what they're doing and they've got some good postseason performers. They, as we've seen mostly in 2020, I don't know why I keep motioning to my TV off <laughs> off screen, but I am. Um, as we saw in 2020, the A's handled them in the regular season, but they show up in the postseason. They, they just know what they're doing. They play good enough to win the division or be close, make it to the postseason, and then they just look, hey, it's October. We should probably start doing better. The, I, I, I can't explain it. Some players have it. Some I, It's weird. Doesn't matter who's on their team. Chaz McCormick. He's not the one that they traded. Yes, that was Miles Straw. Chaz McCormick's like, yeah, I'm great too now. It's October and I have an Astros uniform on. Is he great? I don't. I didn't necessarily pay a close attention to the series. Uh, did he have a good series? Probably. 
Uh, and I'm not going to congratulate the Astros or anything, but I will say that people should stop sleeping on them in October. I, I, I know that I pick against them every series. And it's not because uh, they're not a good team. It's because I don't like them and I don't want them to win. That's why I pick against them in my head. I usually don't make my predictions public except for the uh, ALDS series preview that I did. I'm like, yeah, I want the White Sox to win because why not, I guess. Um, and I guess that we could root for Dusty Baker, but do I like Dusty Baker enough to root for an Astros World Series? Not at all. <laughs> Good luck, Dusty. You, you, uh, you, you did this to yourself. I, sorry, Dusty. Do not care. My hatred for the Astros is much deeper than my love for Dusty Baker. Former Giants manager, Dusty Baker. Um, so we don't know who they're going to be playing yet. It, it, we, they got, we got game six of the NLCS on Saturday between the Braves and the Dodgers. But honestly, do we think that either of these teams is going to be a tough draw for the Astros? We've seen what the Astros do in October. And I don't think the, I mean, the, the Dodgers at full strength and hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, they're probably a good matchup for him. But meh. right now, the Dodgers just look gassed after chasing the NL West title and not winning it uh, the entirety of the season. And I know that they came up big in game five of their series against the Braves, but that was at home and they needed to win. Now they get to try and win two more against the Braves in Atlanta. Let's see what happens, I guess. What kind of shape would they be in if they actually won those two games in Atlanta? Because they're going to be using all of their pitchers and they look tired right now. So the Astros are good. There are better offense, I think, than the Atlanta Braves. Yes. Uh, I don't think that that's really a, a hard opinion on. Yes. I think that they're a better offense, mostly because they were the best offense in baseball. Um, shots fired, I guess. And the Braves, for their uh, in their own right, are a good baseball team. They have gone further than a lot of people expected. Um, I, I didn't really expect them to be in this position in the NLCS, up 3-1 to one again, uh, and maybe blowing another 3-1 to one lead against the Dodgers, but probably not. They'll probably win, right? They, they, they've got to win, right? Um, but they're a good team. But am I going to bet on them to beat Houston? No, I don't think so. I've already come up with my comeback for Astros fans that just show up in my mentions. And uh, it's basically just me brushing off their second World Series in four years. And uh, being like, yeah, well, everybody beats Atlanta in the World Series. You're not special. Get out of here. And then I'll show them the, the environmental impact report and be like, see, that's my World Series. We are staying in Oakland. And uh, that's that's going to be my comeback because that's what we got right now. So am I looking forward to the Fall Classic? No, it's going to be a dumb, dumb baseball series, but somebody's going to win a crown and it's going to be fun, I guess. And people are going to talk about it. So I'll probably watch a decent amount of it. The Astros potentially winning another World Series would make an already unbearable fan base uh, more unbearable -er. Um, I'm not looking forward to interacting with those people on social media for like the next, I don't know, my life. Um, they're, they're just not fun. They just show up in my mentions with just a certain kind of energy and I don't like it. So I, I have made good use out of the mute and block buttons because, oh my God, I don't need to be tagged in every tweet that I've ever sent. I'm like, Hey, how do you feel about this now? I'm like, well, that was seven years ago. I don't know the same. I still don't like your team. 
I don't like Tom Brady either. He wins too much. I want diversity in who wins championships. That's my thing. I like underdogs. I don't like teams that are like, hey, look at us. We're great. No, I don't root for greatness. I root for mediocrity winning out every day. That's me. Jason Burke. <laughs> but like I said in the previous segment, the A's making some legitimate headway towards their new ballpark being built in Oakland would be better than a World Series title. And I stand to, I stand by that. I, I truly believe I would feel way more with that than I would uh, any other team. I mean, if the A's won a World Series, sure, maybe. But uh, I don't really care about the World Series if the A's are getting a ballpark. Uh, a different team winning a World Series if the A's are getting a ballpark. And if you ask me what it would take for the A's perfect offseason, it would be loads of progress on the ballpark front. I know they can't have shovels in the ground by opening day next year, but uh, that would be the big thing. Getting some of these these checks just ticked in those little in those little squares. Just start ticking some squares. That's that's what I want on that piece of paper, the, the unofficial piece of paper that says the A's ballpark checklist. Uh, I, I want those those boxes ticked. That's what I want. And then maybe they can expand some payroll and not trade medals. And that would also be really cool. But I want a ballpark in Oakland. And it, that's where it all starts for me. Uh, because without the ballpark, there is no Oakland A's. So you need the ballpark. You need to keep the A's in Oakland. And that's, that's where I sit. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen. Now go make Sully and Locked On MLB your second listen. He's definitely got some thoughts about the, the upcoming World Series, and you're not going to want to miss those. Locked On MLB is free and available on all platforms just like we are, like on YouTube. Type in Locked On A's or Locked On MLB in YouTube and uh, subscribe to both the shows and, uh, you know, enjoy, obviously. Anyways, that is it for me today, you guys. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Tomorrow.